Hi there! Welcome to episode 72 of the Wave Back Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And tonight is a very special night. After months of planning and hundreds of video game tunes listened to, we are proud to present our very first attempt at an awards show. Tonight we plan to honor what we thought was the very best video game music of the year in a number of categories. So imagine me and Matt in some formal wear, because it's time for the 2018 Wave Back Awards. Hi, Matt! What's up, Chris? Oh, you know, living the dream over here. How the heck are you? Uh, I'm looking pretty dapper in my tuxedo, I gotta tell you. Yeah, me too. I'm also looking pretty dapper in your tuxedo. Which is weird, because we're both very different body types. We are, and it's a very big tuxedo. <laughs> it's weird that we're wearing it at the same time. Well, you know, we are, we are interesting people. This is true. <laughs> so this is a... Um, this has been a long time coming. Um, I, I started thinking about this back in January, back a year ago, and uh, here we are making it happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has been a heck of a process, but but here we are. So um, we've got a lot to lot to cover, and uh, it's already pretty late where we are. So let's uh, yes, let's talk about how this all came together. Sure. <sighs> all right. I have felt that video game music deserves its own awards situation and not just a single category category in the midst of dozens of other awards video games get uh but its own thing entirely so back in the beginning of 2018 i brought the idea up to matt and we decided it was something we wanted to attempt to follow through on the biggest hurdle though was to approach it professionally um (laughs) and and it is it's funny to say but it is actually um, right It, it how do you how do you approach this when you're you know a couple of guys talking about video game music that you love so much and then do something in a professional manner where you're not being um particularly leaning towards something like oh i i chose this because i love that game or you know i love that composer or whatever exactly it's easy to say that these were my favorite songs of 2018 but we wanted to do something more we didn't want to focus on what our favorite were favorite things were we wanted to actually determine what the best video game music was so a process was devised. First, we came up with categories. Uh, obviously, there are the two big, big ones, uh, Best Original Song and Best Original Soundtrack. But we also wanted to dive a little bit deeper, and this is what we came up with. We came up with categories of Best Menu Music, Best Game Opener, which is uh, kind of like um, in a level one theme or equivalent, Best Stage or Area Music, Best Cinematic or Event Music, Best Shop Music, Best Boss Music. And for the heck of it, uh, best soundtrack from a remake and remaster, which is kind of a cheat category, uh, to be honest with you. Just uh, it's a little bit more fun than the other ones because uh, it's it's kind of absurd. But we'll we'll talk more about it when we get there. Once these categories were decided, a team of judges was formed. I wanted to choose people who would not only agree to listen to a metric ton of music, but also people whose opinions I respect and people whose perspectives perspectives and musical tastes are not only different from mine, but different from one another. First and most obviously, we have Matt here. Uh, hey, that's I, me. Hey, that's him. Uh, I obviously respect his taste in music because he's my co-host on this show, but he's also far more into heavy metal than I am <laughs> uh, and also really ha- has an affinity for spooky and horror type music. Guilty. Uh, more so than I do. Not that I don't. I also love me some Castlevania, but, you know, it's it's a different perspective. Um, then we have Dan Ryan. Uh, Dan is my co-host on Stone Age Gamer. He's guested on this show before. Uh, he's not only one of my favorite people, but he has a very impressive knowledge and appreciation for rap and hip hop. 
uh, that is very much outside of my wheelhouse. This is true. Uh, next on the list is Vicky Panero. Uh, Vicky used to be my co-host here on Waveback for more than a year before uh, our scheduling stuff just kind of made us have to part ways uh, on the show, and you know because our recording just wouldn't work anymore. Uh, she has an incredible ear for music and brought some games up on the show that I never would have listened to otherwise. Um, she has, I think, a bit more of an appreciation for orchestral stuff mm-hmm. uh, than I do. She is a violinist, or at least she was when I met her. Um, uh, she is a, a remarkably interesting ear for music. Next up is Mike Sheridan. Uh, Mike used to be a regular on uh, the Strange Gamer podcast with me and Dan, uh, and he also happens to be a heavy metal musician himself uh, with a considerable appreciation for chiptunes uh, and retro video game music in general. Um, then we have Jonathan Robert. He is the host of uh, Geekade's X-Men podcast, Mutant Musings. Uh, he's also one of the biggest Mega Man fans I've ever met besides myself. Um, he has an affinity for uh, uh, JRPG soundtracks, um, which is, uh, I also have an affinity for those, but he has slightly different tastes than I do. Um, as evident by our, our uh, Mega Man episode that he was just yes. on, um, his choice in songs was quite different from mine, uh, which is one of the reasons I, I thought that he would be an, an excellent addition to this, uh, this team. And finally, we have Robert Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Uh, Ferg is the host of the Atari 2600 Game by Game uh, podcast, and as I've relatively recently learned, he is a tremendous music fan. He has a wealth of Beatles knowledge uh, and knows a heck of a lot more about classic rock and weirdo classic rock, uh, things I've never even heard of, than uh, I ever will. Um, So, with this uh, this team of judges chosen... (laughs) um, quite a mouthful. Yeah, it was. I I had... There was one more judge that unfortunately had to back out... um, I really was hoping to get his input. Uh, a gentleman who used to write for our site called Hunter Wild. Um, he is a, an incredibly talented musician, has uh, an encyclopedic knowledge of all kinds of music. Uh, and again, things I've never even heard of. Uh, but he also has never owned a video game system. So wow. I really wanted his opinion on these things. Uh, and I was so excited. We have when to he, get him next year. Yeah, yeah I, I really want him on our panel next year. because Absolutely. Uh, of of the people I know whose opinions of music I trust, his is, are really, really far up there. And uh, I was really sad when he had to back out. He said he, he kept trying to find time to do it, but he just couldn't make the time to listen to uh, all the music because he is a he's a school teacher, a father of two, and uh, just doesn't have a and, ton and of you know time. to be fair to to his um, to what he was saying, it was a lot of music. Don't don't get us wrong. What you're hearing tonight is the stuff that was chosen by the committee and, and eventually mm. picked. The, it may, in your opinion, it may not be the cream of the crop, obviously, is a lot of opinions, but there was so much music that came out in 2018. Yeah. A lot of it was great. Some of the stuff didn't even make it in, you know, and it's, it's a big undertaking. What First of all, what you've done, Chris, for listening <laughs> to just about every single thing that's come out. Well, to... to, to to get to that point, yeah. Let, let, let's explain. Oh, that I'm a jumping the gun. Further. Sorry, yeah. guys. So once we had the team of judges chosen, I took it upon myself to find and listen to every single video game soundtrack of 2018 that I could get my hands on. Every game released in 2018 that I could find music for, I found a way to listen to. Like, and I mean, it was a lot. It was a massive undertaking, but a pretty rewarding one as well. Uh, and I did this this part myself because making the entire team listen to we're talking literally hundreds upon hundreds of songs. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you that listening to the entire Mario Party, uh, Super Mario oh, Party soundtrack was man. 
was a soul-crushing experience. <laughs> I do this so you don't have to. But that's the thing. I couldn't be sure that there wasn't some sort of diamond in the rough unless sure. I kept listening to it. You know, and I've I've discovered lots of songs that way in soundtracks that I never expected to be good uh, from from that kind of thing. So anyway, um, I, I I thought it would be unreasonable to make everybody who was part of our, our uh, judges team listen to all that music. I think so we'd I'm, still be there. We would. Uh, so my mission became to narrow songs and soundtracks into considerations. Any song that struck me as special in any way or struck me as something that somebody else might potentially find special got tossed in the consideration piles for each category. Um, so I'm talking about I really tried to focus on things that weren't necessarily in my personal wheelhouse, just... Uh, just anything that I could even imagine somebody being impressed by, I threw in the considerations piles. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. I, I, I'm sorry. I lost my, lost my spot here. Uh, once November hit and the bulk of the year's releases had come, I sent the judges the actual tracks for all the consideration lists and assigned them the task of choosing five nominees for each category. After I received everyone's nominees, I tallied up their votes and the songs and soundtracks with the most votes became the official nominees and any ties were broken by me. Matt was one of the, the judges and I was not. I didn't throw my my choices in uh, for, for the five nominees. I just took it upon myself to break any ties. You were an arbiter. I was an arbiter, yes. Naturally, we are a small podcast with limitations, so not every game released in 2018 necessarily got its fair shake. If I couldn't find music for it after a certain point, I simply had to move on. Um, Tetris Effect, for example, I was only able to find a soundtrack sampler, and since that isn't the full soundtrack, I decided it was only fair to disqualify it. Uh, then you had stuff like Just Shapes and Beats, which I think had an, a stellar soundtrack, but it was mostly songs that were pre-existing, not music that was created for the game. So much of it was disqualified from consideration. Uh, then you have weird exceptions like Blossom Tales, which came out in late, late, late 2017, but because it's my show, damn it, I'll do what I want. <laughs> I wanted to throw Blossom Tales in for consideration, and so I did. Speaking of release dates, this entire thing applies exclusively to console releases. Uh, one, because if we were to include PC releases, we never would have been able to consider all of it because there are just, the Steam alone would have yeah. taken too much time. Uh, two, this allowed us to include games like Hollow Knight that were released on Steam, you know, earlier, but had their first console releases uh, within, you know, 2018. Um, one final thing, uh, there was the issue of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Smash is such an odd bird because it not only contains mostly remakes of old songs, but in a lot of cases, it literally contains some of the best music in the history of video games. Like yeah. part of its soundtrack is just these recordings of the original songs. I, I couldn't think of a reasonable, reasonable way to fairly compare that, um, that game's massive soundtrack of over 900 songs to all the other amazing work that came out in 2018. Um, so what we decided to do was just give it its own award and disqualify <laughs> it from all other categories. Because why not? So now that you have a handle on the parameters, let's get down to brass tacks and give out some awards. In every situation possible, I have personally reached out to the composers to for each and every one of these games. I have heard back from many of them, uh, uh -huh. which has been super cool. Um, but uh, and, and others I have not heard back from yet. And, you know, it's it's weird. It's all over the gamut. I, I expected to only exclusively hear back from like the indie developers. But uh, I heard back from Yasunori Nishiki, the composer from Octopath Traveler, who wow. was incredibly honored 
by our small podcast. Uh, like I got a personal email from uh, like that. Was, that was just cool. That's that is so effing cool. It, it really is. Um, this whole experience has been has been really really enjoyable. We've also been posting the nominees in a couple of Facebook groups that I'm a part of, uh, including the Waveback Facebook group, but also this uh, VGM podcast group that I'm a part of. And I've been getting some really interesting feedback on our choices. Um, and Matt and I also had our, our final conversation right before the show started mm-hmm. to, to narrow things down. Um, we didn't, we came to a consensus yes. uh, and, and what we tried to do with this consensus, like I mentioned before, was come up with, we think is what we think is the best for each category, not necessarily the ones that we like the most, Correct. but are, are the best suited for each one of these that are just uh, as objectively as possible, the best. Now, obviously this can't be objective because you know, yeah. it all comes down to opinion, but um, we think we've approached this as fairly as possible. So, uh, Matt, are you ready to do this? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Let me tell okay. you. Okay, let's 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 do it. Let's dive in and let's get the easy one out of the way first. Yes, Our please. first award is the Smash Brothers Award for being Smash Brothers. Oh man, I wonder who's this going to. Well, the nominees are Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for Nintendo Switch, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! The winner is <gasps> Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. What? I didn't see that coming. Uh, we you've heard us talk about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on this show. Hell, we did uh, seven dozens. episodes. Yeah, uh, and of of just leading up to Ultimate. Of just le- yeah, yeah. Really, the new music in Ultimate is extraordinarily oh. special. Um, it's, it's so so good. I I know I sent Matt a bunch of the Castlevania stuff yes, to sir. listen to. Um, it's a it's wild, man. Um, so what we're going to do, just because we're going to only listen to the winners of each category, um, I have picked the uh, the new version of Gangplank Galleon, which might actually be my favorite new tune uh, in the game. And that's it's a tough call to make because there's so much good stuff, especially when you dive into the new stuff they've added for Castlevania and Mega Man. It's just out of this world. But this Gangplank Galleon is just absurd, uh, and I absolutely love it. So um, let's celebrate Super Smash Brothers and our first award by listening to the delightful Gangplank Galleon uh, from Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. This arrangement comes to us by way of Ace Tomori Kudo slash Chico. Uh, you know, if that means something to you, then good on you. I know that is a... One or more composers uh, who have put this, this <laughs> wonderful thing together. So uh, here we go. Here's Gangplank Galleon. Enjoy.
Okay, that was... <laughs> like, oh boy, alright. That was Gangplank Galleon from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And uh, a heck of a way to kick off the <laughs> kick off the award ceremony. You gonna be okay? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't know if I can survive that. I, that song gets me so riled up every single time. <laughs> I you remember from our Donkey Kong entry, uh, yep. Donkey Kong Country episode. Just we both love the original oh, yeah. version of this song and this crazy friggin' mariachi trumpet craziness. Big band rap. I don't even know there's where so to much, begin. There's just so much going on. I, that mariachi like trumpet is is absolutely one of my favorite parts. It's, it's such a great um, melody line. And then mm. in that right when it finishes and it drops off and it gets really kind of the, 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 the low dynamics of it. It gets quiet and it's dum, 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 and that bass line and mm-hmm. the kick. The kick is so like oh, fat God. and yeah, bouncy. It really is. Oof. And then my all time favorite part, and I remember this from from that particular episode. Or when we were doing the Smash stuff is la la la. It's just so cool. Oh, when it goes into cut time and they're, and they're just going la 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 la. Yes, la. yes. It's it's essentially <laughs> like it becomes a sea shanty. It's it's so much great stuff to it's that. It's unbelievable. I just which which really. is why it was unfair to even put Smash in with anyone else. Like it it's a, it's a cut above the rest. Just you know, you know it, exactly. But it, and it is. But at the same time, it isn't because like. Yes, this song is incredible, but this is also a remake of an existing song. Of course. Uh, you know, this is this is Ace's take on David Wise's supreme work from the original game. Yeah. Um and also it's the like the soundtrack is completely uneven because it's 900 songs. Like it's just Oh no, it's 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 like being the New York Knicks going up against the championship Bulls from the 90s. It's just unfair. <laughs> Yeah, you know? it's like it's it doesn't make sense. It's no. just they don't it's it's apples and cannonballs. It's just it's <laughs> not even it's not even the same thing. No, so. not even. So congratulations, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and the nine hundred and sixty five uh different composers who worked on it. Yeah. Uh for, for your excellent, excellent work. We're gonna put out a special episode where we thank all of them individually. Yes, every single one of them. <laughs> all right, let us move on to our first uh, proper category, yep. and um, the first category that we will be hitting tonight is best menu music. Uh, menu music being just, uh, I feel like an often overlooked category of video game music, mm-hmm. uh, but it is extraordinarily important um, just in setting the overall mood for a game. Um, you know. Uh, a lot of in you'll see in some of these. Uh, um, uh, come on, brain, you can do this. Some of these uh, nominees is that uh, <laughs> menus are kind of all over the place in different games. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I think back to like some some classic games, like uh, I think a lot of Soya Oka's work on Super Nintendo. When you think of menu music from like picking your racer in Super Mario Kart yeah. or uh, choosing a stage in Pilot Wings, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, it's really important, and it's not always the best music in the game. But it's very important music. So let's get to it. And the nominees are Victory Fanfare, Octopath Traveler by Yasunori Nishiki. Stage Select from Mega Man 11 by Marika Suzuki. Spooky Main Manu from Graveyard Keeper by Hamza El Hamri. Torna, the Golden Country title theme from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Torna Expansion by Yasunori Mitsuda and Guacamelee 2 theme main menu from Guacamelee 2 by Peter Chapman. Uh, one heck of a, a set of... And, and very all over the place. Yeah, very all over the place. Um, 
This was uh this was probably the one that we took um uh external advice on the most. Uh, yes. cuz we've been posting these in different places and um <coughs> Matt and I were just kind of at a in a, in a position where we didn't feel so extraordinarily strongly by one particular winner um and we were kind of swayed by uh, uh some of the the listeners and would have to agree with them. Yeah, there's there's certainly a couple categories where there are points that you and I were like, yes, this is the one. Mm -hmm. And then something like this where we said, you know, this is quite a few great ones here and it's it's tough it's tough to narrow them down. But as you said, we we kind of went to the audience a little bit on this one and mm -hmm. uh and here we are. Here we are. And the winner is Victory Fanfare from Octopath Traveler by Yasunori Nishiki. Oh man, what a great great track this is. It, it is. It really makes me want to play Octopath Traveler. Um, I, I'm busting to play Octopath Traveler. You have like no idea. I. It's uh. Yeah. It's it's on my very very <laughs> long list of things to get to. So uh, let's go ahead and give that song a listen. So everybody's on the same page. Here is Victory Fanfare from Octopath Traveler by Yasunori Nishiki. at Victory Fanfare from Octopath Traveler. Uh, and it's not an extraordinarily complex song, but it nope. is... Uh, it, it really kind of just harkens back to feelings of the very best RPGs. It's one of those songs that's really making me want to play this game because you, know, you think back to you know classic Final Fantasy or something like Chrono Trigger, mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh yeah, winning. <laughs> like that's, this is the music of winning and it's this song called victory fanfare so of course um just you know beautiful instrumentation that that flute kind of makes me feel very lord of the rings uh it's mm -hmm. it's it's just a, a gosh darn delight there it, the track <coughs> itself like is like oozing with um exploration and strange and mysterious and foreign lands and like you know all the all the great stuff you encounter in all of, like the 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 well regarded um of uh, uh role playing games of of past like you said the final fantasies your chrono trigger and and you know all the other ones too um and and yeah absolutely every time i hear that track i'm like man i really need to play this game cuz i have this itch i haven't been able to scratch in a long time for a good like rpg which i recently found out i'm into jrpgs so hmm. i'm looking for a great jrpg look at that Look at that. It's also worth noting that um, this song somehow manages to not sound cliche. Um, yes. Which, if you just described this on paper, you would think it is you know, ultimately forgettable and cliche. Oh, uh, here comes another one of those songs. Okay. Exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, it's, it's very easy for RPGs to kind of fall into that trap, but uh, for some reason this just isn't. This is a memorable tune. Uh, every time I've 
you know, every time I've gone through these categories over and over and over again, um, this song is, is just, it's just special. Like I said, it's not long, it's not complicated, but it is very special. So congratulations to Yasunori Nishiki for this wonderful song and our very first Waveback Award that isn't Smash Brothers. <laughs> and, and you said um, they reached out, right? They responded? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact. So I did thank hear... you for being an awesome human being. Yeah, I, I completely <laughs> agree. Thank you for being an awesome human being and reaching out. Okay. I won't, I won't lie if I may. I'm, I'm a little um, upset Graveyard Keeper didn't take it. We all know how I feel about that game. But, you know, I, you know I, at the end of the day, uh, victory fanfare, it just... Yeah, and I would, I would definitely agree that the, the Spooky Man, I mean, we listened to it on our, our uh, Spooky special this year. It yep. is a, it's a solid song. Uh, there's yeah. really no getting around it. Um, I, and honestly, my, I was kind of leaning towards the Guacamole 2 theme myself. Which is um, another fantastic one as well. Really, uh, the whole soundtrack for Guacamole Two is really just top notch. But I do think that the ultimately the the we, we've we've made the proper selection here. That Victory Fanfare was the was the yeah. most objectively best song of the uh, of the crew. Okay, so it's time to move on to our next category, which is best game opener. Uh, best game opener, like we said before, this is the not you know your title screen music or anything like that. We mean this is the kind. This is the song that actually opens up the game. That actually, when you feel that you have properly begun playing this game, mm-hmm. um, and this was an incredibly hotly contested category. Yes, uh, because uh, when you when you hear this list of nominees, I think you'll you'll understand that this is this is a tough category. So let's get to it. And the nominees are. First Steps from Celeste by Lena Rain. Los Mangleris from Guacamele 2 by Rom DiPrisco. Commander Video Runs Again from Runner 3 by Matthew Harwood. Prisoners Awakening from Dead Cells by Johan Laulin. Minutes Awakening from Minute by Jukio Kalio. Again, blanket apologies yeah. to to everyone involved. Really quickly, I think we should open up every episode with like uh, a blanket apology. The way <laughs> the way you guys open up um, Stone Age Gamer, yeah, we should have like Dan's, you know, we should have Dan's kids say we're sorry that we we're mispronouncing every name imaginable. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's the envelope. It is time to choose the winner, and the winner is for best game opener. Commander Video Runs Again from Runner 3 by Matthew Harwood. Boy, oh boy. This was a, uh, like I said, this was a pretty hotly contested situation here. Um, Indeed. I had a really, really hard time choosing one here. Um, my, uh, my personal two picks, uh, we went in running into this, uh, were, uh, uh, well, we can actually talk a little bit more about the runners up. Um, ah, runners! Hey! Uh, Hey, so this song uh, has one was one of those things that kind of surprised and stuck with me uh, for throughout the course of most of this year. This game came out pretty early in the year, and um, I remember going into this one with a uh, you know, Runner 2's soundtrack being one of my all time favorites, and then being kind of disappointed by some of the things I heard in Runner 3's uh, ads and trailers, and um, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, but knowing the, the pedigree of Runner, I, I, I immediately bought the game and was very excited to play it. And then um, halfway through this song, playing in the first level, I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. 
<laughs> and then as I continued to listen to this, I went and bought the soundtrack and continued to listen to it over and over again. Every time I listen to this song, while it isn't the most complex um, it, it, at first listen, there is so very much going on. Um, and I, I, I'm just completely impressed by it. And this was a very, very, very close call. Uh, but I do think that this one deserves the win. So uh, let's go ahead and give it a listen. This is Commander Video Runs Again from Runner 3. That was Commander. <laughs> Darn it, I can't say it without laughing. Uh, that was Commander Video Runs Again from Runner 3 by Matthew Harwood. And oh, man, that song just gets me. It just gets me. And I do feel it's really important to kind of run through how we came to the decision of this one, is because it's not, again, we're not just picking what is what we think the best song of the group is, but what right. also, you know, how good a job it does at doing what it's supposed to do is also factored in. Mm -hmm. um, so 
I mean, geez, when we t- look at some of these other things in this, like First Steps from Celeste, right, uh, is such an amazing song and does such an extraordinary job of setting the stage for what that game is going to be and the incredible ride that it goes on. Um, but uh, when comparing it directly to some of the other songs, um, some of it does, I think, very slightly drag a little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, while my gut almost wanted to, make, wanted to make me go towards first steps, at the same time, there is no piece of this song that I, that of, of uh, Commander Video Runs Again that I don't think works and works unbelievably well. I mean, we're talking about just rhythmically speaking, the way it builds, um, the way it just is, has, just has such an un, undeniably cool streak to it with the, you know, the claps and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like the snare drum is always accentuated by this clap, uh, except for this, uh, you know, a couple of parts where it drops out. Um, and just that bass line, again, it's, it's real simple, but it keeps building around that doom, 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 like that's, mm-hmm really really driving and it's it's a very unique rhythm um and i just i just find it and the more i listen to it the more pieces i hear of it and the more impressive it gets it's the most interesting combination of energetic and laid back at the exact same time oh my god that's so true i didn't even think about that you're right I, i think that's what really draws me to this track and it makes it stand out uh you were you were talking about first steps and and even other stuff in the in the category. Like I was a huge fan of Prisoners Awakening from Dead Cells. Oh my Cells. god! And what I if, and you and me both have not played Dead Cells. Correct. Right? You've never played it. No. Never played it before. That song just blew the shoes right off my feet. <laughs> Gorgeous, just a absolutely orchestrated piece. You know, it's but again, you know, like you said, it, it's not just one facet. Does it? Is it is it checking all these other boxes? And a lot of these other songs, you know, Guacamelee 2, Dead Cells, Celeste, Minute, of course, these these songs are they're all fantastic, but it's literally like losing a race by a tenth of a second. Yeah. It's, it's the only difference. Just barely crossing the finish line ahead. Honestly, in this list, my my second choice uh, and and my gut reaction was was initially minutes awakening actually mm-hmm. even even more so than first steps and right. if anybody's you know spoken to me in the last year you know how much I adore Celeste and its soundtrack, oh. um, but uh, I I minutes awakening is such an exceptional song I really yeah. have to give that it's it's due like really really exceptional song but again tenth tenths of a second hundredths of a second you know absolutely. Okay, let's move on to our next category. Um, So the next award we'll be giving out this evening is Best Stage or Area Music. Um, Now, this we kind of took, expanded the the breadth of what these are uh, besides just first levels. Any level in a game, um, you know, first level, middle level, uh, or an area for games that don't necessarily have a level structure. and uh, I was kind of surprised with uh, this was one of the biggest categories uh, had the most uh, considerations thrown at our judges. Yes, uh, this was a, just a mammoth, uh, a mammoth list. I know uh, I, I was, personally spent a lot of time deliberating. Yeah, me too. Uh, and um, and I didn't even pick a finalist. No, uh, officially. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just spent a ton of time with the with these songs, mostly because I just wanted to listen to them. It's true. Um, and uh, with the with the voting, this actually came out pretty, uh, 
you know, there were some some very clear choices here and ones that I wasn't necessarily expecting. Um, actually, uh, four of these were very clear votes. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other songs were tied for the for the uh, the other position. So here we go. And the nominees are Quillshroom's Horrors, Quillshroom Marsh from The Messenger by Rainbow Dragon Eyes. A Melody to Break the Curse, Music Box, from The Messenger, by Rainbow Dragon Eyes. Fuse Man Stage, from Mega Man 11, by Marika Suzuki. Green Path, from Hollow Knight, by Christopher Larkin. Saba Saba Desert, from Minute, by Jukio Kalio. Would you like to announce the winner, Matt? I would love nothing more. And our winner for Best Stage Music goes to Green Path from Hollow Knight by Christopher Larkin. Boy, uh, this was another another tightly contested one here. Absolutely. There were, there's a lot of great music in this category in our in, in the For Your Consideration pile. I mean, it's it was really tough to narrow it down as as a person who had to narrow it down to five. It was yeah. really tough to narrow it down to five. And I kept coming back to uh, I'm just looking at my original picks. I kept coming back to at least two of them mm-hmm. and saying, like, I have to pick a fourth. I have to pick a fifth. I, I, I got to narrow it down from these three. And then I get to the two. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's, it's a lot of great music, man. It really is. Um, and this one, uh, this one, choosing the winner, um, choosing this one as a winner was a, a, a very, very difficult choice um, because... The, my second choice was uh well we can we can actually talk about that a little bit more afterwards yeah. but uh let's uh let's give this game its due uh this is green path from hollow knight by christopher christopher larkin so here it is enjoy Thank you. 
Okay, that was Green Path from Hollow Knight. Uh, and, ah, boy, what a song. <laughs> it, it's seriously one of the most beautiful pieces of music I've heard, period. Not just from a video game, just period. It really, it really is. It really, it... So, all right, uh, and before I forget, uh, because this was something else I wanted to mention from the best game opener... Uh, it was a song that didn't make it into the uh, um, actual nominations that I was kind of surprised by, but you know there was just so much good music in that category. But there were a couple of songs from uh, a game called Faye that. Oh yes, right? Like absolutely. I oh know. I goodness. certainly picked at least. Uh, you had at least two or three tracks. And I know I picked at least two of them as my not my picks for nominations. Yeah. I'm just a stunning soundtrack and it it didn't make it in because of the because of the votes and and I really can't argue with it too hard because like at the end of the day I I do still think the best music is winning but just I just had to give a nod out to Faye. Uh it's a game I've never played but the Same. um the composer was really really good uh I've 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 been back did a bunch of back and forth with the composer earlier in the year. Uh he was explaining to me the context of the songs. Uh, from the soundtrack that I found most impressive, just explaining to me where they were, uh, so I could figure out what categories to put them in, and um, I just had to give that game uh, that game soundtrack a shout, uh, uh, just because. Uh, listen to it; it's I'm, stunning. F E, F E, F E. it's the isn't it the uh, per- periodic? Uh, uh, was it the periodic symbol for iron? Yes, um, which I don't know if that's why the game is called what it is because I haven't played it. I know it involves exactly. lots of nature. Uh, and it is a very pretty game. Yes. Uh, I had watched a handful handful of videos on it um, before communicating with the uh, the composer. But yeah, Faye, really, really stunning, Beautiful stunning soundtrack. stuff. Absolutely. But getting back to Green Path, um, yes. I, I wanted to mention that I think you and me both had uh, the same second choice for this category, which was um, from the Messenger, the Melody to Break the Curse. Yes. Um, Another stunning track too. And re- really, when when comparing these two tracks. Um, <clears throat> the uh, melody to break the curse also works unfathomably well as stage music. Like it is mm-hmm. tied to the stage because I, I mean, you haven't finished the messenger. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have, I've, I've played through that stage and it's honestly one of the most impressive stage and music matchings. I think I've ever experienced in a video game. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. I think what put green path over it for this specific category was that, never having played hollow Knight, mm-hmm. this song invokes so many feelings on its own. There's so much imagery just from listening to this song on its own without any connection to it at all whatsoever. And while uh melody to break the curse is also unbelievably impressive in its own right. I think for this specific category that uh, the Green Pass ability to, ability to invoke all of this imagery just from its its itself without any context, I think is what put it over the top. Uh, I mean, I I can't say it any better. Uh, the the Hollow Knight track Green Path is just I hear it and I think of so much stuff. Like my my writer's brain just like explodes with imagery and. You know, again, I'm on the same boat having not played Hollow Knight, which I'm sure is, um, you know, a bad thing in a lot of people's eyes. It's it's on the list, guys. I promise. I actually own it already. I bought it on my <laughs> Switch. It's literally in line. It's like I guess you, you, you have an actual queue. That's that's cool. I need to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you know, you guys heard it. It's such a 
beautiful track, harp, uh, some guitar. It comes together beautifully. And then, again, like um, previous entries, it builds on itself and it becomes bigger and better and more beautiful, if that's even possible. You know, these, just these beautiful tracks that come across our desk, and this is no shortage, you know. This is absolutely one of those tracks. It certainly is. So congratulations, Christopher Larkin, for your wonderful work in uh, Hollow Knight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, personally, for me, yeah, I mean, The Messenger, uh, A Melody to Break the Curse was absolutely uh, second. But but Quill Shroom's Horrors, man, there's something about that track that always kept me going back. So if- I remember when you heard that for the first time yeah. on our uh, Spooky special. Yeah, I remember how impressed you were with it, and it's still am. It's, I, me too. It's it's nuts, and I I picked specifically. Um, I I'm glad that that version got nominated because yeah. uh, the thing about the Messenger soundtrack is that every single song, almost every single song, has both an eight bit uh, NES style and a sixteen bit Genesis style uh, version of of the songs, and um, the uh, the eight bit version of Quill Shroom's Horrors I think is is slightly more impressive than the sixteen. Whereas the melody break the curse, I think the sixteen is more impressive than the eight bit. So, um, yeah, boy, that song is nuts. That song is nuts, man. Please, please go listen to the messenger as well. Fantastic soundtrack. Just, yeah, really is. Just do yourself the favor. And obviously, we've already spoken uh, about how much I love Minute. Uh, and yeah. Jonathan would be remiss if I didn't give a specific shout out to Fuse Man Stage. Uh, <laughs> it's a yeah. real shout. It's a real standout from the Mega Man Eleven soundtrack, which is a very inner. It's a very strange soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I expected to be far more impressed with it than I was, but I, I Fuse Man Stage was a really impressive song. But uh, again, congrats to Green Path on the win. Let's move on to our next category. Absolutely. Uh, I'm reading this one, right? Yes, you did the last one. Okay, so uh, best cinematic or event music. Uh, this is a this category boils down to uh, music that's playing during you know a cinematic, you know, a, a cutscene or something like a cutscene or just something that isn't a typical gameplay moment. Like, um, uh, you know, it's not quite a boss battle, but it's an action sequence. But it's also not quite a level. Uh, or it's, you know, something as you're watching characters talk and this is what's going on in the background or any of that kind of stuff. Really the, more or less the uncategori- uncategorizable music uh, landed here. And the nominees are Scattered and Lost from Celeste by Lena Rain. Shocking Turn of Events from Marvel's Spider-Man by John Passiano. Laura's Dream from Shadow of the Tomb Raider by Brian de Oliveria. Nasty Majesty from Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion by Toru Minigishi, Ryo Nagamatsu, and Shiho Fuji. Primed for Battle from Starlink by Trevor Yuli. And the winner is... Scattered and Lost from Celeste by Lena Rain. <laughs> We were having a we were having a, a real conversation about this one before uh, before the show started, um, and uh, I I I was I feel very lucky that Matt let me have this one uh, because <laughs> it, this was if I'm being honest this was the song that I heard that made me want to do this in the first place back in January when I when I played through Celeste and the area that this song happens in was so affecting to me. 
and I've listened to this song so, so many times all throughout the course of the year. Um, I found this, I, I find this song fascinating, uh, and just, just truly mesmerizing. Um, and, uh, I, I, I'm not sure how thoroughly convinced Matt was by the, uh, by the end. Uh, but, uh, he did agree to let this, uh, let this one, uh, be the you winner. Know, of this wait, hang on, hang on a second. This was definitely, uh, a choice I made going into, uh, making my nominees, my picks for nominees. It's a fantastic song. It's, it's a great song. Um, you know, Celeste is a fantastic soundtrack. We've, you've spoken at, about it quite a few times over the, uh, course of the year in our episodes uh i I feel like you've spoken about it to anyone who will listen or not listen you know (laughs) it's true (laughs) but but it's it's fantastic and it didn't take a ton i let's to be fair did not take a ton of convincing Um, yeah that that is true you guys will hear for yourself if you haven't heard before you're going to hear for yourself in a moment um just i'm gonna freak out after we're done listening to it there's there's just no way i'm not I, i i can't not i mean this this song I was mentioning to Matt when um uh when I was running before I hurt my knee earlier in the year um whenever I got to there was a hill in my run that was the hardest part when I came up to that hill when I was on my way to it I started this track because this song always invigorates me to an unbelievable degree so let's give it a listen this is scattered and lost from Celeste by Lena Rain. Thank you. 
Okay, that was Scattered and Lost from Celeste and... Okay. <laughs> did you just run up that hill right now? I feel like I did. <laughs> <coughs> so, context to, to put this into context, because I, I think what... Well, I know what definitely set this above and beyond for me was... I've watched the, the the pieces of the other games where this music appears, and I, I will say that this always had a bit of an advantage for me because it's the one that I've played. I mean, I've played a bunch of uh, Octo Expansion, but not um, that specific part. Uh, and I've played some of Starlink, but not that specific part. Um, Scattered and Lost um, plays during, and, and this is going to be a, a, a bit spoilery, so if you don't want to be spoiled on this this particular area of, of Celeste, uh, I guess just kind of stop listening, but I'll try to be as vague as I can while still uh, imparting exactly why this is so impressive. Um, or fast forward about a minute or two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's a part in Celeste that was the most memorable to me is um, you meet this uh, this dead person who's running a hotel. Um, it's this guy's ghost. <clears throat> and this guy is clearly suffering from severe depression. And you, your character, Madeline, has this kind of shadow version of herself, Madeline, that at this point is completely adversarial. And you offer to help this, uh, this, this ghost um, with all of these chores and things that he's doing that he feels terrible about being so behind on. And you decide that you're going to help this person. And Madeline is just berates him and is just mean to him and eggs him on. And that's where this song starts is throughout this whole segment where you are trying to help this person who is clearly unhinged. Um, but you can tell that they, you know, this person isn't, you know, completely lost. And there's also a certain amount of reflection involved because part of the story of Celeste is, uh, Madeline overcoming her own depression. And I, what I read from this this whole sequence was uh, that she's trying to save this person um, because she needs to know that she's able to say, be saved from this a similar situation herself. Um, and as this song becomes more and more unhinged and becomes more um, intense, you start to really see the cracks coming through because Badalyn is, is taunting this guy and eventually he completely loses his, his business and tries to murder you. And then during the, the point where the game, that the music is pulling itself together and then completely coming apart, like at the same time, you've got the, the piano um, backwards scales going all throughout the background with that crazy drum fill that repeats that sounds completely like just unhinged, um, but it's also mathematically perfect, you know, it's unbelievable. Um, and then that, that, that drum beat goes away and it comes to something a little, you know, so much more precise and then it's consistently just losing its crap again over and over again. Uh, that's the, the music that's playing when you're trying to escape this guy killing you, he's chasing you and you just have to jump out of the way to get away from him. Um, and I, and, I almost wanted to put this in the boss music category, but because it spans, you know, the song spans a, a whole kind of cinematic part leading up to this. I, it, it's really more of a sequence than a boss battle. Um, so I felt like this was the right category to put it in. Um, 
but all of that stuff working together um, and just how very cool it is. Like that baseline is, is just really, really cool. But at the same time, there's this unbelievable sadness playing throughout the whole thing because you, you couldn't save this guy. Like part of your personality was being mean to him and sent him over the edge. And now he's beyond redemption. You know, you failed to save this guy and now he's trying to kill you. And this song says that, uh, and it's, it's has stuck with me so much because of its, um, mostly because of, I think it's, it's, it's position in the game, but at the same time, just as a song, it's very memorable and it's really ridiculously well put together. Um, bless this song. <laughs> bless you, Lena, Lena Rain. <coughs> kind of, I, I, and, and what I think is a very well-deserved win uh, in this category. Cause Oh, oh boy. Um, I mean, there's absolutely nothing, and I mean nothing I can add to what you just said. Um, ultimately, like I was saying before, some of these songs are just like losing a race by a tenth of a second and a hundredth of a second. Um, you know, originally for me, I think why this song wasn't my knee jerk was because it starts off very slow, and it's it's like um, you know, it's a slow burn to get where it's got to go. And, you know, sometimes uh, I can be impatient as a listener, as a viewer, you know, as a, as a gamer, as a reader, whatever. But um, what happens is if you're impatient, you definitely miss the payoff. And I think this track has one of the best payoffs sonically, uh, musically, uh, thematically. Um, when this song finally builds to its big, uh, I guess, crescendo, to its big moment. Um, or when it gets where it's going. Yeah, right when it gets to its, its destination. Um, you've been on such a sonic journey. Now, again, I haven't made it to this part. And um, when, when, when it gets to its sonic journey, its payoff is so gratifying. Um, and I think ultimately it, it, I, for me, from my point of view, that's why it won this category. It's such a sonically fantastic song. It's of, of all the music. It's one of the few that I can remember in recent history and listening to all these and putting my, um, recommendations in for, uh, nominees that really actually told a full story. Um, it certainly was in my uh, pick for nominations. Um, and, you know, you guys just heard why. It, it, deserving win. I, that's, I can only finish it with deserving win. Uh, what was your, what was your, your runner up for this one? Uh, you and me, I, yeah, I'm asking a question like I don't already know, but yeah, <laughs> yeah no. t- tell us what the, uh, well, cause it was also my runner up. Um, it was closer for you than it was for me. Um, yes, I, I, it, I did find it interesting that this was both of our runners up and I found, I found the music from this game to be very surprising. Yeah. Uh, having not played any of Starlink, my runner up was primed for battle. Um, I just thought. I approached this category because in this category of the nominees, I've only played 
uh, Shadow of Tomb of the Tomb Raider, and I wasn't completely bowled over the, by the game. I'm a huge fan of the new series, but I'm, I wasn't blown away by it. Um, I only started playing Celeste a couple of weeks ago as of recording this. Um, but I approached this as though I were watching, you know, it's it, the, the category is best cinematic or event music. And my interpretation of this is FMVs, you know, a part, like you said, wasn't part of a level. It was a, a storytelling, a plot device, a point at which to advance the story. So that's how I approached it. I just thought the music, I just thought the track prime for battle, it, it invoked, uh, a lot of stuff inside of me. Again, the writer in me was like, oh man, I see see this and I see that. You know, um, disembodied from the game of Starlink, which is a very particular game. You know, um, Flight Simulator, Star Fox-esque even appears in the game and stuff. Um, but yeah, Prime for Battle was my, my very close runner-up. Very close runner-up. I remember having conversations with uh, some people about uh, the whole awards thing. And when I mentioned that Starlink was nominated at all, or it was <laughs> even up for consideration, they were like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> because the game, and, and, and it's, it's a real shame, because the game seems like this ridiculous generic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty decent game. Uh, I hear good I, things, I, yeah. Yeah, I got it on Black Friday and I played a little bit of it with my son uh, just for the Star the Star Fox connection, really. And it's like a really, really light version of uh, what No Man's Sky eventually became. Um, and I mean really light and very narrative-driven uh, version of that. Uh, it's cool. It's just, it's a, it's a cool game. It's pretty fun, very good looking. And the soundtrack uh, really surprised me. Um, and once I learned a little bit more about uh, Trevor, Trevor Yuli, uh, he also did um, the music for the first two seasons of Orphan Black. Uh, he's done a lot oh, of wow. TV, a lot of TV work. Um, so, huh. all in all, I guess you know, looking at this person's resume, it's uh, far less surprising. But um, Starlink, it, it does make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, Starlink deserves more attention than it got, uh, and especially in the music department. Yeah. All right, let's keep this train moving. Yes, ma'am. Move on to our next category, which is best shop music. Oh, I thought you were going to explain a little bit. I guess best I, shop music. I actually music was, and then I just got lost in my own brain. <laughs> I was just like, wait, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. So b- best shop music. Uh, I love shop music. And um, uh, I, it's another, just, we did a whole episode on shop music. Yep. Uh, last year i think uh year black friday last, black friday uh just because shop music can be extraordinarily fun so um let's get to it and the nominees are botanist from blossom tales by visiger weapon merchant from dead cells by Joan laulen shop from Mega Man 11 by marika suzuki the arcane shop from the messenger by Rainbow Dragon Eyes. Mouth Verbalmeyer from Runner 3 by Matthew Harwood. And the winner for Best Shop Music is Weapon Merchant from Dead Cells by Johan Laulen. I I love this song. I think I think when I hear this song, I hear Blacksmith. When I hear mm. this song, I think I'm 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 buying some kind of handmade iron and steel 
stuff forged to to go forth you know it it gives me every ounce of get up and go you know in in its like adventurous kind of way mm-hmm. i mean all i can say is let's just listen to it and and let's, we'll talk let's a little just more listen to it yeah all right here it is weapon merchant from dead cells Uh, weapon merchant from dead cells that song it in me it invokes uh so so much like i like in my head i see like the lone rider on a horse just kind of trot not even just slow pacing through scenery the like i said the there's there's the sound of like a hammer striking an anvil Mm -hmm. the the grunts the ha you know, uh, even the guitar and the guitar slaps on the body. They they're very much like um, Maracone in the Sergio Leone film. There's something about it that sh- that makes me think of Clint Eastwood and like the good, the bad, and the ugly and stuff. It really invokes like, and it's crazy because those are westerns, hmm. but Dead Cells is such a different game. It sounds almost piratey, right? Um, which I, I I find entertaining because one of the songs that didn't get uh, actually nominated, but was up for consideration for this category was um, the outpost theme from Sea of Thieves, a game about pirates. And Weapon Merchant is it's just a better pirate song <laughs> <laughs> in a, in a game that's not even close to anything about pirates. But yeah, and and the track from uh, Outpost theme from from Sea of Thieves, yes, that was actually one of my picks. Uh, it didn't make the nominees, and that's you know that's okay. Um, but. This yeah, this song is just, and it's so relaxed. But like I said before, it makes me want to. It's like the calm before the storm. Yeah, it's like you feel it. Definitely instills you a safe space, like uh, like a reprieve from the, yes. the the actual violence. But it's you know not nice and happy and pleasant. But it's no. a it it is a reprieve from the action that it, surrounds it. It is like a somber. There's like a somber tone. I think the. Uh, huh. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff is in its own way somber. The the picking is somber. It's, it it sounds like there's work going on instead yes. of action. Right now we're in the rebuild phase. We just got attacked and now we're rebuilding and you know counter strike soon or you know it it could it could come. You can come with so many uh, different visions of of what's happening, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it's I it's definitely one of my favorite pieces for me um i'm actually i'm angry that this makes so much sense to win this category <laughs> because it does yeah i 
do feel that this is the right call, um, but it is not my favorite song mm-hmm. in, in here. Like, I, it's it's just not my favorite song in here. Um, Botanist was real close for me from Bl- yes. Blossom Tales because it is just quintessential classic video game shop music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just quintessential. Um, but at the end of the day, it is not quite as special as Weapon Merchant, you know? Yeah. Because it is very, very... Um, it's very memorable. It's one of my favorite songs in all of Blossom Tales, believe it or not. Uh, I just, I just freaking love it. Um, but I mean, really, my favorite track by a large margin in this category is the Arcane Shop from the Messenger. Yes, um, beautiful track too. Another great, it's unbelievably cool song. It's so good. It's as if you needed more reason to go listen to the Messenger soundtrack. Yeah, seriously. Here's and another one. And if you play the, if you are like me and read everything that the shopkeeper has to say in the messenger, which you absolutely should, because the shopkeeper is like the best character ever. (laughs) um, You will hear a lot of this song and you will never mind because this song is so freaking good. Um, But at the end of the day, as shop music, um, it, it doesn't, I'm not going to say it doesn't work because it does because of just how sheer awesome it is. But as shop music, Weapon Merchant is just better shop music than Arcane Shop, which is just a totally freaking awesome song uh, that doesn't necessarily make you feel like you're in a shop. Tenths of a second, my friend. Tenths Tenths of a second. I just... Tenths of a second. Hundredths of a second, even. Yeah. Killer. Um, And speaking of killer, speaking of close... Oh, uh, this was another one. It was just like... Oh my goodness! What a close call. If if okay. I if I may, I you know we're we're sitting here and we're kind of like oh and oh and you know it's it's one of those things where I was like you know I wish to have these kind of problems. Exactly. It's just <laughs> one of those like I wish we could have given every everything an award. Um, oh, but of course. We wanted to, you know, uh, again we wanted to approach this professionally and pick a winner. Yes. Um, but boy, this was another or else category. It, it would have just been like a. Uh, like a not a popularity contest, but it would have been like, well, I love this game, so this song gets it. You know, if it were if it were up to me, I think uh, I would have picked a bunch of stuff off of Graveyard Keeper. You know, just because I'm, yeah. I'm such a huge fan of the game and the soundtrack. But you know, yeah. it can't work that way. Sorry, it, it, it can't. Not if we're not if we're approaching this with professionalism. Yes, professionalism. So our next category <laughs> is best boss music, uh, and this is probably the one that I listened to the most. Uh, this category because. The, I, I, the, the music, I mean, we're talking boss music here, so it's innately very intense. Yes. Uh, and really fun to listen to. So, uh, and the nominees are Weight of a Doubt from Dandara by Thomas K. They Who Govern Reason from Octopath Traveler by Yasunori Nishiki. Not the Boss of Me from Runner 3 by Matthew Harwood. Phantom Legacy from The Messenger by Rainbow Dragon Eyes. New Boss Theme from Guacamelee 2 by Peter Chapman. And the winner is... Weight of a Doubt from Dandara by Thomas K. Uh, this was... Um, th- this was the clear winner in this one, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, from, from votes. Uh, not only was it my gut reaction for the win uh, when we got this category, uh, and it was also Matt's gut reaction when we got the when we got the nominees, but yes. also it was the most the most voted for song of all of the nominees. 
uh, by, I think, a, a factor of two, actually. Wow. So, um, yeah, this was, a, this was a pretty clear winner. And um, it surprised me. Because, uh, you know, when I when I looked at this category, I really, really went back and forth an awful lot on what I thought the best one was. Uh, and every time I listened to him, the one that really stuck out, like, if I'm really thinking of what the best is, not just my favorite, I, I keep landing on Weight of a Doubt. Um, boy, what a, what a song and what a game. Uh, Dandara, I think, um, I, again, is another game that I think didn't get the recognition it deserved this year. I agree. I think it came out relatively, it came out, a few weeks after Celeste did, and I think people were still uh, gushing over that game. And it's a darn shame, uh, because Dandara is a really remarkable game. With an, with an excellent soundtrack, um, this song is really one of the standouts from the soundtrack. It's the song that really stuck with me after having finished the game more than any other, um, because the bosses in Dandara were really cool. Uh, so um, let's give it a listen, shall we? Yeah. This is Weight of a Doubt from Dandara. Enjoy.
that was weight of a doubt from Dan Dara, and uh, you know, I, I'm assuming most of the people listening to this haven't actually listened to this track before because I, I just feel like not enough people have played Dan Dara. But I, uh, I would like to assume that you could hear why we're so impressed by this song because holy cow, it does everything boss music needs to, um, and then goes a couple of steps further and really um when we were talking before about how this this category was such a killer because you know you've got they who govern reason from octopath traveler which is goes so far above and beyond of traditional um uh rpg boss music it's mm-hmm. gorgeously intense oh it's Inc- fantastic it's incredibly orchestrated the the it's so so good uh not the boss of me from runner three mm-hmm. uh it's it's just like okay yeah this is pretty ho-hum boss music and then all of a sudden out of <laughs> absolutely nowhere this incredible changeover to a ska song yep and um and unrealistically it just un- it makes me angry how good the baseline <laughs> is in that song yeah like how dare you be I know that exactly awesome what you mean like that bass breakdown is unbelievable and like you'd never expect this to turn into a freaking ska song out of nowhere and it's it just sticks with me new boss theme from guacamelee 2 Mm -hmm. again guacamelee 2 just hitting you with this incredibly cool bit like it's a really really cool song it's got this awesome beat in the background very driving and then all of a sudden halfway through it just adds this these layers of intensity to it just like you didn't need to do that. Like you were already doing great. And then all of a sudden you're just like, and now you're doing even better. Yeah. Are you trying to kill me? This isn't, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and Phantom's legacy, I think is even one of the weaker songs from the messenger. And it's still so freaking good. It's just so good. But what weight of a doubt does is it's Dandara has an, a kind of a somber tone, like a very yeah. sad tone to it throughout the entire course of the game. It's very, because it is very about overcoming this authoritarian figure that has just decimated this world that you're in. Right. And when you fight these bosses, there's a certain sound that just kind of like, it's very intense. It's somewhat hopeful. It is full of dread. It is absolutely full of dread, but there's also this part of it. That's, it sounds like wailing, like since like really terrible crying, uh, it kind of invokes that feeling of just just wailing with pain, um, and I think it's it's really that kind of f- that extra weight uh, that's added to the song, uh, not to you know play off the title of it, but I think it's <laughs> that extra weight that put this one over for me. And I mean, you just heard me flip out about these other songs. I mean, I am super impressed by the other songs in this category, but there's the the weight of a doubt just has that one extra extra bit to it that goes above and beyond of what the very best in boss music is you know it hits every single angle from being frightening from being uh intense uh it it instills exactly the right amount of gravity to the situation um i i keep coming back to the first boss you fight in this game which is this giant like m bison head that you fight uh (laughs) And it's just this giant floating head of just like this evil dictator looking head. And you're just, you're fighting this giant head and it's difficult. And this music's playing and you're just like, holy cow, this is amazing. This is just amazing. Uh, and there it is. This song I do think is the clear winner. And I'm 
I'm darn proud of Dandara for winning, and I'm darn proud to have an uh, opportunity to talk about just how great this game is. Yeah, I'm really happy to see that it actually got represented somewhere on this uh, in this whole program. It was it was because um, it's funny uh, until you spoke about Dandara. Now I I thought I was the only one who was playing it. Um, I didn't know you were playing it. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah. I I haphazardly fell upon it. Um, it was on sale, and I said, "This looks like fun." And I watched the trailer, and I heard the music, and it was really the music that drew me in. And yeah, Dandara's got a great soundtrack. It's got a great overall tone. It is a somber game. There's a, you know, it's it's everything you said. It's absolutely everything you said. The thing I feel about um, the weight of a doubt uh, is it is boss music at its very core. But I think it does boss music in a different way from, mm-hmm. you know, everything you as the listener might be accustomed to. You think, oh, here comes the ominous music must be a boss fight. I think this song does boss music very differently in that it is boss music, but it stays so on theme with the game that it almost, um, you know, some boss music comes along and it changes altogether. It becomes that part in the game where the gamer goes, must be a boss. But this music is so, so with everything else and it's so tied into all the other music that I think it comes along and it just comes along in such a cool way that you don't have that moment where you go, oh, must be a boss. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, yeah, it's such the a way it track. starts is so awesome. Just that, that cool little start of a yeah it's it's awesome and and just to icing on the cake i love those violins they that come towards like the second half of the song mm-hmm. dun, 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 dun. they're just yeah they, yeah it's that it's that extra steps that extra mile they've gone at just creating this track it's gorgeous yeah really 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 sun, stunning stuff yeah congratulations thomas k and uh, everyone who worked on Dandara Absolutely. For, for, for the big win here. Okay, let's move on to our next category, which is ultimately kind of silly, but we did it anyway <laughs> because this, this should be fun, right? I, We're talking... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say it's, it's a great category. It's, the, it's, um, it's nominees. Fantastic. And, and this is for best soundtrack from a remake or remaster, which... I think we said at the top is, you know, it, it kind of seems a little like, hmm. Because you know, when you, when you t- think about it, it's like uh, these games are, we're, we're not talking about new music, but in some cases we are. Uh, but we're also talking about new versions of old music. It's like these were all games that I thought, you know, that came out this year that I thought were worthy of being recognized but they couldn't fit into any of these other categories because they're not, they're not actually games that came out this year Correct. or at the very least they aren't soundtracks that came out this year to some extent. So let's get to it. And the nominees are Donkey Kong country tropical freeze by David wise luminous remastered by Takeyuki Nakamura and Katsumi Yokoda. Shadow of the Colossus by Kao Otani. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee by Shota Kageyama. Katamari Damacy Reroll by Yu Miyaki, Asuka Sakai, Akitaka Toyama, 
Hideki Tobeta, Yoshihito Yano, and Yori Misumi. And the winner for best soundtrack from a remake remaster is DK Tropical Freeze by David Wise. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. You better believe it. <laughs> this is one of those, like, this was one of those weight of inertia kind of things. Like, <laughs> yeah. there was just no, like, even as good as all this other stuff is, the sheer quantity of good music in this soundtrack is unreal. Yeah. I mean, I'm such a huge fan of Shadow of the Colossus as a game. It's whole, I, you know, if you listen to the show more than once, you always hear me talk about the total package. And to me, Shadow of the Colossus is one of those games, the total package. I'm a huge fan of Katamari. Uh, yeah, Katamari Damacy. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. What a soundtrack. To have tremendous. That, to have that be nominated for something and not win is absolutely just heart shattering. But as you said, just the sheer quantity of great music in Tropical Pound for Freeze. pound, yeah. Tropical Freeze just it just takes it because it's so incredible. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with uh, Chris's overwhelming man crush on David Wise. That's true. <laughs> so uh, the the track that I have chosen this evening to represent uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze uh, is a really cool one uh, and one of the great examples of what uh, part of what made this soundtrack so special in the first place. Um, Obviously, this soundtrack is full of lots of amazing original songs. Um, but one of the things that uh, David Wise did so incredibly well in this game is revisit some older uh, uh, Donkey Kong Country tunes that he wrote, but do it in very interesting ways, like really change them up uh, in, in fascinating ways. And the, the track that we're going for is Irate 8, uh, which you would think is talking about eight characters, but is actually talking about a giant octopus. Uh, one of the mo the the irate eight. What an amazingly memorable stage! If you've played this game, you'll you'll recognize this music because this this whole stage is a swimming level that you know the swimming levels are usually slower paced, and you see this giant squid in the back, and I mean giant octopus <laughs> in the background, and every now and then the tentacles will just break through something and try to grab you, and it's like whoa! And this thing is just shuffling, casually shuffling along trying to kill you the entire stage there's nothing until like, the end there's nothing like casual homicide exactly <laughs> just just casually like taking a couple of swats at you until the end when he gets serious about murdering you <laughs> <laughs> what's special about this is that he's combining it's a mashup of aquatic ambience from Donkey Kong Country and Lockjaw's saga from Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest uh, and the meshing the marrying of these two songs is outstanding so uh, let's go ahead and give a listen to Irate 8 from Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Enjoy. <music> Thank you. 
Okay, that was Irate 8 from Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze and David Wise. <laughs> I'm, jeez, jeez. Talk about intensity right there. Like, so if you're, if you know, if you're familiar with the Donkey Kong Country 2 uh, soundtrack, the Lockjaws Saga song uh, from Lockjaws Locker is, um, it's all the drums that like that's pretty much the whole song is that that basic drum beat right there so the fact that this takes the little bit of melody from that song and then eventually slowly builds into that crazy just coming in and just like knocking the song on its ass it's just like (laughs) i love those drums they remind me so much of like phil collins like in the air tonight and yes. that era of like gated reverb and massively big. Yeah. Beautiful. And this whole thing is just massively big. Yeah. And oh, it just keeps building on itself and building on itself. And then, you know, the part when the octopus decides to murder you, which yep. is very clear where that is. Yeah. It's just like yeah. this intense chase sequence. Oh my God. And it's just, listening to David Wise completely unchained, like having grown up on his like eight bit chip tunes and stuff. And, and even like the super Nintendo stuff where there's still a ton of limitations on what he can do. This listening to him completely off the rails is unbelievable. You know, again, we don't talk about David Wise as much as we do for no good reason. The guy's, the guy's great at what he does and, and you can see it. And just like you said, you know, <laughs> like a like a dog off his leash, you know. <laughs> yeah, and really, not to not to go too far off a segue because this show is already pretty long. Yeah, <laughs> but um, just a we're we're sitting right now on um New Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. U Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe just launched on uh, the Switch, and it's selling you know like hotcakes because you know it's a new two D Mario game, but it is so remarkably unambitious. Whereas Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is incredibly ambitious, and there are few places where it is more obvious than in the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to a song like this, there is nothing even approaching approaching the same st- atmosphere as this song in the new Super Mario Brothers soundtrack. Nothing that even comes close to sniffing this song's trash. <laughs> it's... And I'm not saying that the new Super Mario Brothers soundtrack, new Super Mario Brothers U deluxe, ridiculous title soundtrack, is bad by any stretch of the imagination. But it can lacks- you imagine a new Mario game with this level of ambition? Because that's what I want. I want a new 2D Mario game with this kind of ambition. I mean, because if they could do it with DK, I mean, why not? Exactly. Why not? I mean, look at Odyssey. Odyssey's got a serious soundtrack. And, uh, sorry, tangent, this whole soundtrack is, is, is truly remarkable, uh, especially considering how long it is. Almost every stage in this giant game has its own unique music, which is just freaking, well, bananas. Huh? Whoa. There it is, yeah. guys. Donkey Kong. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get back to reality here. The two big ones are left. Yep. We've got the, 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 our two highest honors right here. So let's get to work. Um, this is uh, is it my is it my turn? Yes, sir. Okay. So we are about to give the award for best original song. 
This category incorporated every single song that I threw at these people. <laughs> every single judge, uh, every single song that I threw at the judges could have been nominated for this. That's any any song from any soundtrack. And um, the nominees came out to be uh, not too far away from what I would have personally picked. Uh, so I was really happy with what, what turned out to be the nominees. Um, and this was also one that we had to have a, a little bit of a conversation over, but we... I feel confident that we landed on uh, landed on the right one. So I agree. The nominees for best original song are "Scattered and Lost" from Celeste by Lena Rain, "Commander Video Runs Again" from Runner Three by Matthew Harwood, "A Melody to Break the Curse" from The Messenger by Rainbow Dragon Eyes, "Minutes Awakening" from Minute by Jukio Kalio. Los Mangleries from Guacamole 2 by Rom DePrisco. And the winner is A Melody to Break the Curse from The Messenger by Rainbow Dragon Eyes. Oh, man. And this right here was what part of what made me feel okay about um, it losing in its previous category for best stage music. Absolutely. I said the exact same thing. Yeah. And like... Everything we said about Green Path was absolutely true. For what set it apart in that specific category is absolutely right. But if we're going to break it down pound for pound for exactly what the what the best original song that appeared in a video game this year, it just has to be this one because it is. You know when you look at those like memes and of somebody trying to figure out something and all the mathematic math equations like start flashing <laughs> across the screen? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the musical interpretation of that. <laughs> this is I, I you know and I've I've mentioned many times on on the show before how I feel about songs that build. Yeah. That just start just add and I don't mean just build as in they get more intense, but I mean like taking elements like this is a set number of elements and we're going to make all these elements introduce them one by one until they are all going to work together perfectly it's one of the most impressive musical things i think can be done is to add layer after layer and have them not sound like mud i mean you know, because it's just look at a handful of uh, the previous winners so far a handful of those tracks have just been exactly that yeah really just just taking element after element and having them come together and it's harder. It really is hard. I mean, I used to write music on um, an impulse tracker a long, long time ago, and I would always come up with these different parts that I thought fit together and two or three of them would. But once you start throwing every single one of them together, it turns into mud and to not have that be the case, I think is always a very impressive thing to do. And for everything that the other songs in this category does, and they are quite impressive. I, I could not, I cannot believe this song uh, to the, to this day. Um, I, I don't think I've actually told, told the story here on the, on, on this show before, but so the messenger is this unbelievably cool game. It's also very, very funny, but it's also really cool. It's like a really cool ninja game. And the, uh, the end of the game is you wind up collecting these music notes and they're kind of colorful and kind of silly looking. And then you wind up going inside of a music box for the last area in the game, which as soon as I did all this, as I collect, as you're doing these super cool things, then I collect a big dumb looking music note. And I'm like, eh, 
And then when I found out that the last stage was going to be inside of a music box, I thought like, all right, this is kind of tacky. This is kind of cheesy. I'm not really into this and I'm really kind of disappointed by it. And you get in there and it sounds like music box. Uh, it's very twinkly and whatnot. And I'm like, oh boy, I can't believe we're doing this. And you'll hear it when you hear this song. After a few seconds, the song turns on. And when the song turns on, the stage turns on. Every piece of the stage starts moving to the beat of this music. The entire, like, and I'm talking like big platforms and whatnot, just moving in and moving out and moving in and moving out. Everything shifts to this music. And what's crazy is that every time you die and the, every time you die or go into a room where the music changes, the music dictates what's happening in this stage. So during that beginning segment, before the drum beat really comes in, nothing is moving. It's just like the stage is just what it is. It's just little gears turning in the background. And then as soon as it picks up, that's when the whole stage comes to life. And that's when the song comes to life. And really, when you're listening to this track, I want you to pay it. And I'm, I'm not just talking to you, Matt. I'm talking to anybody listening who hasn't heard this song before. Really pay attention to all of the pieces. And the way that they keep fitting together and the way that he keeps slapping more on. Just when you think this song has reached this, reached this, reached this crescendo, when it's not going to get any more intense, they throw another layer and then another layer. It is unbelievable. And to think that for a few seconds I thought this song was stupid is unbelievable <laughs> to me. And just, I love being proven wrong. I just love it. And, uh, well, uh, yeah, here we go. This is a, a melody to break the curse from the messenger. Enjoy.
is a melody to break the curse music box from the messenger by rainbow dragon eyes i already gushed about this one matt why don't you take a turn um man first things first that bass line that bass line is so good so infectious (laughs) and despite everything that's going on around that track at its biggest most massive part that bass line just punches right through that middle and and like listening it it's so driving and it's so just the the actual timbre of the instrument what whatever's being used with it it's synthesized what am i saying whatever's being used the synthesizer being used it just is the perfect sound and then <clears throat> you get the rest of the track the rest of the track is just so gorgeous it's like it's like building this exquisite cake, you know, just layer upon layer of just greatness. I, I don't even know what else to say. Like the 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 melody played on the twinkling parts. Um, there's that kind of uh, synthy. Uh, the only thing I can think of is like slide whistle almost. It. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking the about. The way it, the way the whole track itself plays with itself weaving in and out the melodies coming in and coming out uh you know being um just playful on top of the driving beat the snare hit i love the sound of that oh, snare yeah again that snare is so another good. gated reverb snare perfectly placed it does have a very 80s vibe to yeah. it but it like and that could be taken in a, in a kind of negative way, but I feel like this plays the 80s coolness in the best possible it, way. It certainly does take what was great about 80s music and 80s style and, and definitely uses it to its advantage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's and it's not just the sounds that it, it that it uses. It's the the actual notes that it's playing yes. that part where it starts getting into those like kind of major chords. That's very, you know it's very invigorating um, when the, when the baseline changes to those mm-hmm. like kind of major chords. And then when it just kind of brings in those like, did it, did it, did it, did it, like that kind of extra stuff layering, like call and answer to this, mm-hmm. this thing that you think is, this is what the melody is. And then it answers it. And you weren't even expecting it mm-hmm. because you didn't even know the first part was a call. It's just ridiculous. It's and now you have this whole so other ridiculous. second melody that you're now in love with as well. It's, it's such a great And it piece. does it all without losing the music box twinkly sounds in the background. Right. That's... And and like you said, you you listen to it the first time, you know, in game and you're like, oh really? Like this is this is corny. And you've by the time the song is like thirty seconds in, I've already forgotten it. But now as soon as that snare drum hits, that's <laughs> when everything starts moving. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh, oh like like someone turned on the merry go round. You know, like I didn't think playing an an action stage inside of a music box could be a cool thing, but I was so wrong. There you go. Unbelievable. There you go, man. Okay. The final award of the night. Oh, man. So it's, it's all come down to this, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we said it at the beginning, there was a ton of great music that came out last year. A lot of, obviously a lot of video games came out last year. Uh, of those, quite a bit of great music, you know, and you've heard some of it, 
We've encouraged you. We've implored you to go listen to the other stuff that you didn't hear on this episode. But this one, this category is 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 the category. This is best original soundtrack, and you know the the nominees in this category start to finish full soundtrack. You know, not just one track, not just two tracks. The whole kit and caboodle start to finish, uh, and and here they are. And the nominees are. Celeste by Lena Rain. Guacamele 2 by Peter Chapman, aka Coins, Rom DePrisco, and Mariachi Entertainment System. Minute by Jukio Kalio. The Messenger by Rainbow Dragon Eyes. Runner 3 by Matthew Harwood and Stemage. And the award goes to Celeste by Lena Rain. Absolutely, it does. Um, and you, you've you spoken ad nauseum about this game, and I say that not even trying to be negative. Uh, I started playing the game. You know, I've listened to the soundtrack before playing the game. It's, it's the, one of the most complete pieces of artwork I've heard in a long time. I, I'm a fan of concept albums when done well. When they're done mm-hmm. poorly, they're they're garbage. Um, so I kind of took a look at this category like a concept record, and I think this one, start to finish, is just deserving of this award. It is. It's it's probably the most successful as a beginning to end thing uh as far as you know telling a story and just being because because here's the thing these these other ones like uh you know just listening to the few songs that we've played from them unless you've listened to them in their entirety it's it's really hard to 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 judge them uh just based on the few songs we've played because they are all very diverse um i think runner three is outstanding because it's it all plays with that one basic uh melody but it does it in in so many fascinating ways uh you know the messenger we just the the diversity of the tracks that you've heard on this show alone uh minute is another one it's a very short soundtrack but every track is a heavy hitter and the same thing uh, now guacamole 2 is not a short soundtrack um but it is also every track is just ridiculous from beginning to end but Celeste was just kind of playing a different game um, because it wasn't just a collection of really cool songs because there are some tracks that I'm not, you know, I don't just pick that track and say, I'm going to listen to this. But when listening to it from start to finish, it's, it's an experience, you know, it's, it's really, it's really something special. So um, to celebrate the, this one, we're going to pick a, a song from the Celeste soundtrack to listen to. And we decided uh, before the show to the the song that we're going to listen to for the uh, the ending here is uh, "Reach for the Summit," which is a song that uh, is uh, I found to be one of the most memorable and most impressive songs from from the game. It's a um, it's kind of a a reprise of the first song in the game, the first steps. Uh, this is the the song that plays during the home stretch when you're actually reaching the top of Mount Celeste. Uh, and it is some of the most challenging platforming imaginable, uh, and this song matches it uh, incredibly well. 
uh, strap in. It's a long one. It runs 11 minutes long, uh, but it's really, really incredible. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to Reach for the Summit from Celeste.
Okay, that was uh, Reach for the Summit from Celeste, representing our winner for Best Original Soundtrack. Um, and really, just, a, a, you know, you're listening to that song as the sun's coming up. You're at the top of the mountain. It's a snowstorm. It's very windy. But you can also see the sun, you know, the sky changing colors in the background. And you just, you know, you're at the end. You're reaching the end of this long, arduous journey. And this song really encapsulates that. And this soundtrack as a whole is such a journey. And um, it's one of the reasons I love it. And one of the reasons it, it won my vote for uh, Best Original Soundtrack. You know, again, it's just another, like, beautiful example of what you're getting from that soundtrack. It's just a perfect, like, installment. If you pick any, I personally think if you pick any track on this um, the soundtrack, it, you're just going to hear great music. And, and obviously this track is not, you know, has no shortage of it. Um, just, just a beautiful soundtrack from, again, like I said at the beginning, you know, concept record, the whole thing, start to finish. Just a beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. And that song is just a prime example as to why. You know, we had other tracks uh, in different categories throughout the night. And, um, you know, you heard some of it. We implore you to go find these these uh, complete soundtracks and listen to them yourself. Yeah, we're going to have you know, links to them in the show notes, by the way. Every yeah. every one of the soundtracks that was nominated that has a uh, like a Bandcamp page or something, we linked directly to those. So you can you can buy most of these soundtracks uh, completely legally and, and own them. And I highly recommend doing it because, uh, you know, you, you pick this stuff up on Bandcamp and that money goes right to the, the creators. And yeah, that's how you do it. Uh, so I, 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 I think that, I think we think that's it, right? We're, we're all yeah, good. Man. We're all done. We've given out some, some awards. Congratulations to, to every one of the winners. Uh, again, we're, we know we, we don't have any, you know, illusions about what size of a, a podcast this is. Like we know we're not a, a, a huge deal, but everyone who's responded to our emails, um, about just being honored to be nominated for something, no matter how small. Uh, uh, it means the world to us, and we thought it was important to give these uh, give video game music more than just best video game soundtrack amid you know the many other awards that video games get. Um, because game music is so much more, it's so much more complex than boiling it down to just this one category. There's so much more to it, and um, this was a lot of fun to do. It was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun, and I'm really glad that we did it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I got to hear a lot of stuff from games I haven't played yet that excite me to play those games. Exactly. You know. All right. Well, this was a hoot, and that is our show. Join us next time as we finally cross another one of my absolute all-time favorite soundtracks off the list. Really the only way that I could possibly think of to follow up an episode of this magnitude. <laughs> with part one of our two-part trick through the soundtrack of the immortal, the wonderful, the positively legendary Chrono Trigger. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm, indeed. This is going to be a good it's one. It's going to be a good two, because uh, it just... You're right. And unlike Donkey Kong Country, we're not going to get through the whole soundtrack. It's, it's impossible. It's too huge. But we're going to dedicate two episodes to what we believe are the best tracks in Chrono Trigger, which is... Ah. Uh, mm. All the thumbs up. I wish I had more thumbs. 
<laughs> uh, I don't. That'd be weird. <laughs> that would be weird. As always, we'd love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the video games we discussed here today, and you can do so on the Wayback Forum page on Facebook. Just search for Wayback on Facebook, and you'll find more information on our next games, as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. We're going to leave you tonight with um, really a, a, a song that deserves, a, it really deserves a spot here. It's, um, it was so, so narrowly beaten out um, in most of the categories, and it's, we just figured it needed to have uh, it needed to have its its time in the sun. We're talking about minutes awakening from minute by uh, Jukio Kayo or Kalio or however. You, Kalio. You know, let's go with Kalio. And I see a double. <laughs> I see the double L, and I want to give it a Y sound, but I don't mm. know. We're we're butchering this poor guy's name, and I'm very uh, very sorry. So sorry. Uh, the minute soundtrack, like I said before, is a very short one. Uh, as the game uh, goes by, you know, minute by minute, you're alive for 60 seconds, and then you die, and then you have to start over again. Uh, it is just, it was a really, really fun game, and one of the more memorable experiences I had in 2018, uh, in a year of memorable experiences. And the soundtrack is so crazy. Uh, it's really ridiculously good stuff, and Minutes Awakening was probably one of the most voted for songs uh, from our panel of judges in the categories that it was uh, that it was involved in. So we figured it was a good way to to, to leave you out. So um, this is Minutes Awakening from uh, from Minute, and uh, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you every one of the composers who made this wonderful music, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. And that's our show. Good night. <laughs>